0: Hi there, you are tuned into the I Love Being a Girl podcast. I'm your host, Sharnessa Washington, where our goal is to encourage and empower you wherever you are on this journey called life. Today's podcast is very special to me as we tackle a very delicate topic, confidence in ministry and in business. Yeah, I definitely know how it feels to work tirelessly And to have very little to no support. That is when you have to dig within and grab that thing called confidence and keep going. I'm on a mission and I'm glad that you're hanging out with me. Sit back, relax, grab a cup of tea. You may need to grab some tissue because I have a little story to tell. You are tuning to the I Love Being a Girl podcast. I have the pleasure of being your host, Sharnissa Washington. Stay tuned. Wait, did they not buy anything from me? These are the same people that I give to. These are the same people that I support. Is this how this works? Have you ever asked yourself that question when it came to business or even ministry? How did you feel? Yeah, I had to ask myself that same question. And at the end, I felt horrible. But I also learned a valuable lesson when it comes to business and ministry it's not how people feel about me or my business or how I conduct ministry but it's about how I feel about myself and I found enough confidence to keep going even when I felt my support was low we're going to talk about it in this podcast and I would love to hear your feedback let's go everyone. This is your host, Ernesta Washington. And yes, we are going to have a candid discussion about confidence. Running a business and conducting ministry requires one to have confidence in oneself, in one's abilities, and in one's products. Now, don't get me wrong. As a woman of faith. I rely on God's wisdom, his knowledge, and his strength. And honestly, he definitely gives me those things to continue. I must say there is another level of confidence though, that we must have in what we are called to do and who we are called to do these things with. So we're going to talk about confidence Have you all ever been placed in a situation where you feel like you did not receive the support, um, the love that you needed from a group of individuals as you consistently pursued a goal, um, a dream? Maybe you are pursuing a goal in your business or trying to reach um, some type of goal in ministry and you just look around and found out, wow, the people who I thought would support me are not supporting me. Yep, me too. I've been there. Um, I want to share a story with you, or several, and I want to encourage you along the way because you are going to hit that place. You are going to uh, come face to face with feeling like the people that you want to have your back, that you want to sing just some type of praise above keep going, you know, you want those people to give those praises to you. Great job. Keep going. Um, you're gonna come to a point where you will not receive that. And you will have to solely rely on sometime one or two people to just encourage you along the way. And let me tell you all at the end of the day you do need a group. You need a person that will just encourage and push you to keep reaching and sometimes reaching for something that you don't see in your with your natural eyes but you like you see it in the spirit you you you, you see it um in your future you just like I'm trying to get there so um for me is I started a business in 2010 I remember very clearly in 2020 in 2010 I was living in Nashville Tennessee and I was a blogger and my blog was receiving about 20 views a blog. I really wasn't on social media as much. I didn't post as much. I was just blogging and blogging was like my best friend. I will just write, write, write and release things. And and um, people wouldn't give me feedback, but just to have 20 people read your blog is a big thing. Like, wow, you know, they're reading my blog and my blog was on WordPress. Um, I then transitioned and I started a business and I was doing all of these you know t-shirts it's it was really before the t-shirt business became big and um you know I was like printing like simple t-shirts and and it was great I mean I was on a roll this was the beginning of uh, a new season for me I had taken like a few months away from teaching and just focused on my business and um my business was doing pretty great and some things transitioned and I stopped y'all okay I I stopped someone had came to me and was like sure said could you help me do this and I stopped working on my stuff to help them that was my mindset then um and I gave my all to these individuals like when I tell you I poured in I poured in um I waited like two years picked my business back up and by the time I picked my business back up um WordPress was like really popular And blogging was big then like within two years, bloggers just came from <laughs> nowhere. And so by this time it's like 2013 and I lost my viewers. Like my bloggers had stopped, you know, they probably went to read someone else's blog. Um, and so then I'm, I'm, I'm constantly blogging, but I'm feeling like a little sad, like I don't have 22 viewers anymore. I'm down to like 13, um, so then I really start focusing more on social media. So on social media I began having these amazing um Um posts, like my posts would get like 47 likes and 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 60 likes and for me that was great. I was like, okay, so now people are following me, but now they're following me on Facebook, and so I was like posting on Facebook and kind of begin to like just damp a little bit with Instagram because Instagram was new and um And so now I'm focusing on sharing my blogs on social media, just a little bit. And now I'm transitioning into um, doing my business again. And this time I want to sell clothing and memorabilia. So I go get my LLC license, right? I get everything patent. It is a big deal And now my goal is to use my social media audience and have them or encourage them to buy my products, which was the clothing, um, which was the notebooks and, and other little things that I sold. Now, when I had my first like big uh, what do you call it? Like your big sale? Like I'm coming out my business, introducing my business. I had a lot of people show up. I had tied it in with me preaching and invited guests. And I really sold quite a bit, you know, did I make profit? Absolutely not. I spent more on the product than I actually did make a profit, but I knew that going in that when you start a business, you don't really make money yet. I was really surprised though, because, um, A lot of people showed up. I was surprised that that many people showed up and it was overwhelming. It was beautiful. It was great. And I'm like, okay, let me get a website and start selling. I did not get a lot of sales from my website. It was like, or hit or miss. You know, when you sell things online, you can have one week where people are really purchasing your things and then you can have a whole month and people don't purchase, um, And that can be a little discouraging. So I had to go back and figure out how can I continue to have the people online um, also see my products? You know, it was kind of like that out of sight, out of mind thing. If they saw me, they would purchase it, but online they did not. So I continued to just um, brand and, and I continued to do research on selling. And it was just, how do I make the connection between Facebook and my website? Well, I did it I now I opened a boutique it went from t-shirts to selling dresses and skirts and just a great thing my Facebook audience began to grow my Instagram audience began to grow and I'm selling clothing selling 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 and for that I had to do I had to have a lot of visibility on social media it was like constantly posting um constantly um adding stories, constantly uploading pictures of myself. It was just me putting myself out there. Now, what I learned through that was you have to be open to criticism because as much as I love posting, I also had to be open to some people being very open about them not liking things that I post, whether it was Oh, this outfit looks really good on you, but when you brought it, sold it to me, it didn't look good. And I have to take that, you know, I have to take the criticism or, you know, you sold this. It was not unto my liking. I don't like the fabric. I had to accept that. Um, or even when I would post, say, a comment I would get some people like, Sharnissa, you were too blunt. You know, you need to take that down. Now, when it comes to anything with ministry, when it comes to anything with business, you have to put yourself out there and be open to criticism. And um, one of the key things that I learned is you have to still be positive. You know, you people, when you put yourself on the worldwide web, people have their opinion. I mean, we are in a country of the free land of the free. You have to be willing for people to honestly comment about your service, comment about your product, and still be kind, especially when people are reading (laughs) how you reply to these types of comments and and um so I was always very positive apologetic like I'm really sorry that this was not unto you know your standard I'm going to um return it or I'm going to refund you and I've always took the approach to be very positive on social media now when you come to people not so when it comes to people not supporting you excuse me or people being um Critical of of what you offer, uh, you have to stay positive. You know, you have to stay positive. Now, the people that supported me, if they didn't like it, I was positive. And when it came to days or weeks where I didn't have a lot of support, I continued to be positive. You know, you can't post things like, um, my business is going to keep going whether you like it or not. Or even if, uh, certain people don't, uh, support you, honey, just keep your head up and, and forget about them. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm like Kevin Hart now. No, 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 no. Do not, not do that always keep of every positive spin on anything when it comes to promoting because you're looking to build a whole, uh, a new audience, an entirely different audience. You're looking to grab people from other places, um, whether it's in another country, it's in another state, um, whether it's a whole nother culture, keep yourself positive because the voice that you are on social media is the voice that people hear when they read your comments and when they read your post posts people can't hear your tone. So they put a tone in your post. And if your tone is sassy and your tone is, um, you know, ridicule, or if your tone seems type of a kind of mean, uh, that's, that's what they hear. That's what they hear. So, you know, keep it positive. I'm not saying do not be frank about some things that you say, because, yeah, I have become very forward in the last two years since I live in the Middle East. It's because it's the culture there. I become very full forward and very bold when it comes to approaching topics and approaching people. That is just who I am right now. Um, when it, when, when it comes to my voice, which just for me is just giving me strength to address certain things and to be, um, more aggressive in a, in a godly kind way when it comes to ministry and business. Uh, but at the same time, I have to keep a very positive voice, have a very, and have a very positive tone, if I may say that. Um, so, so going back to my story, you know, I had to be open to, you know, the ridicule. I had ridicule. I had to be open to criticism. I had to be open to critique. I had to be open to me, um, being very positive when I would post my products. Uh, so I'm, I'm gaining a lot of momentum on Facebook and literally my Facebook posts and my blogs turn into a book. Now, when I'm writing my book, I'm getting so many likes. You know, my dear single sisters, um, plug their singers, dear single sisters 2 is coming out soon. Um, I now have the opportunity to literally take my posts, literally take my brand now as a writer, um, and a blogger and turn it into a book. Now I write my book y'all and I got so many people on Facebook that are liking my book. I have so many people that are liking my posts and I now decide, you know what? I'm going to get this thing published. I published my book and thank God, you know, it's it's my first book. This was in 2017. And for me, this is big. I sold like 500 copies. I sold 500 copies of my book, but the people I sold them to were the people that I didn't think I was selling them to <laughs> your, your audience and your buyers, your supporters, will be people who you least expect this is why I say this the people that purchased my book were people that followed me on Instagram and I did not know them personally these were people that followed me on Facebook these were people that read my blog a lot of them the majority of the people that purchased my book y'all I did I'll say it again I did not know them personally the, my family members, the fam, my family members, okay, and I love my family. They're super supportive, but the people from my family that bought my book, I can count on two hands. Honestly, I mean, I can count like, okay, my cousin bought ten, my mama bought twenty, uh, and then everybody else, I'm like, I don't even think they bought one. I don't. They didn't even come. They didn't even come to my book release. So I'm saying, do not count on all of your family or the majority of your family to be your supporters I can honestly say that I had maybe three or four people in my family that really uh, bought that really purchased and that really supported your closest supporters will not be your family members and it's just because they may just view you as girl that's Sharnissa you know (laughs) And to other people, it's like, they're looking at me like that's sureness of the writer, that's sureness of the podcaster, That sureness of the speaker. They just, they're just looking at me from a different lens, which is great. Like my family supports me. I, I know they love me, but I'm going to honestly say all of my support did not come from them or most of my support did not come from them. So I got almost 500 books. When I go to look at my sales, nobody from my church, but two people bought my book. I was so disheartened. Um, I would preach at different places and I will always sell out of books. Like this is God. Um, I would go minister and I would bring like 20 books and I would sell out. I would go minister, take 30 books. I would sell out. I would sign books When I would preach, I would have like just these amazing book signings after ministry. But not one time did I have a book signing at my church. And not one time did anybody in my church come to me and say, Sharnissa, I would like to purchase a book, which was cool because it was a lesson. Sometimes your support will not come from the people that you congregate with when it comes to the church that you attend. And for a minute, I felt really bad. Like, I was like, I was looking for them to support me. I wasn't even looking for the money that I would get from selling my book from them. I was more looking for, wow, Sharnes, so we're so glad that we can see you now in this light. Or, wow, Sharnes, you did a great job. Um, So it was just maybe, honestly, I think I sold maybe two books. And this was a ministry where I gave and I poured in. But it was great because... All that time, God always made up for it because when I would go somewhere else and preach or where I would go hold a a youth camp, I would sell my books, which is encouraging. When you have a product and people buy it, let's be honest, it encourages you like, yes, God, thank you that I get to share my talent, my gift and my product. I'm glad that somebody likes it. And, And I did. My support was on the outside. And that is for the person listening to this podcast. Sometimes, and see, and when I say sometimes, because it just depends on where you are. You know, it depends on your ministry, your church. I don't know, you know, where, what church everyone belongs to, where everyone, the church that you all belong to, but I can say that if you don't get it from inside sometimes it doesn't come from in the inside it comes from the outside because sometimes your churches are just busy there can be a lot of entrepreneurs some people just don't know about you and if they know about you it's kind of out of sight out of mind they're like oh I, I was gonna do it and I get it like I totally get it and then I totally don't get it but I do know it's fine because again you have to find your audience You have to find the people who are interested in your story. And maybe they weren't interested in my story. And that's cool because 500 other people were interested in my story and they could relate. That's why it's so important that when you're on social media, you are the voice of your brand. Be be that voice. Uh, I wrote the book, Dear Single Sisters, so my posts a-, a lot of times were specifically to dear, to single women, dear sweet, my dear sweet sister friends, single women. Um, <laughs> I had a lot of married women even buy the book because it was really funny. Like it was a um, a memoir of me for the last couple years being single. And it was like little tips that God will give me about a husband who I don't have yet, by the way. Um, but it was just like preparation. And it was me... F- uh, of looking deep inside into some issues or uh, that I personally had in navigating through life as a single woman, and so many women could relate that were majority were married, and those who weren't married were like, said, so your story is just funny. Like you're interesting." And and let me say thank you all so much for those that purchased the book. I love you. Thank you for your support. Um, so I I I do want to add on that um do not put pressure on yourself or on people at your church or your family to purchase from you. Don't put the pressure because you will get let down. You know, you said in your mind, like, yep, I know this person going to support me. And they don't support me. And then you walk around with a sad face. "Mm -mm, Don't put the pressure on them. Don't put the pressure on yourself because you will, you will probably be disappointed. So what you do is you continue to brand, you continue to share on your page, create a business page. If you have to link up with, um, like-minded sellers, you know, like-minded entrepreneurs link up with people that are into, if you're selling books that are, you know, that are into blogging, that are into writing, find out how to connect with those people and look for opportunities to sell your products. When I was selling clothing and I was writing a book, I was looking for, you know, events where I can set up a table. I was looking for church services that were open to having different, um, you know, different vendors. And whenever I preached, I also had a nice little box um, full of all of my little products if people wanted to pur- purchase them. Because when I preach, a lot of people were like, yeah, we know you wrote a book, you know, feel free to bring that. And that was opportunity for me to sell. So just always look for opportunities to sell to new people. And that way you can gain a new audience or you can gain, again, new buyers um, from that. Now the confidence piece is, um, when, when you are faced with a situation and you feel like, did nobody come? Did nobody support me? Because you look at it like that. I'm going to be honest. I'm that one. Okay. I am the person who look for certain people. Well, I used to be, I used to look for certain people to come to my events um, to buy certain things from me. And I used to feel bad. And I used to feel like, man, my stuff's not good enough for them or I'm not good enough for them or somebody spoke poorly about me and now these people aren't showing up. Like I was having all kinds of thoughts, right? And I had to like shut them down. I had to shut them down um, because it really began to pull on my confidence. Like I'm not good enough. and And so now what I do is... I just like I said, I just I make sure that I close out any negative talk to myself and I make sure that I feel confident about who I am and what I am called to do. You know, you have to look within yourself and say, even if I am want to put myself out here, because if you have a business, if you're a speaker, if you're a preacher, if you have a podcast, if you're a writer, you are putting yourself out there. You are we in child. I, I applaud you because that takes a lot of guts. Like people, people may think it's easy. No, it is not easy. And nobody is trying to just be out here to grab this platform. No, 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 no. You know, my personal conviction is I'm called to do these things. Um, and so you know, I have to speak positively about myself and say, you know what, God. You know, you have given me this gift. You have given me this talent. You've given me this idea. Recently, I've been speaking to myself saying, God, you have given me this vision that pushes and pulls out from 20, 30, 40 years from now, a legacy. God, you have given this to me. Build me up, word my mouth, give me the wisdom, give me the insight, give me the strength to go out and feel confident about who I am and what I am called to do and what I'm called to put out there. Whether it's a podcast, a YouTube video, whether it's preaching, whether it's a prayer, I don't care if it's a t-shirt or dress. Help me to walk in confidence about what you have entrusted unto me. And y'all, I have been praying this prayer every day. I've been praying this prayer every day um because when it comes to just putting yourself out there, you're open again. It, again, you're just open to what people say and you you have. I don't want to say competition um, because I I'm, I don't like to be competitive. I don't like to put stuff out there and be like, well, I'm competing against this person. I just don't like that. But you're putting yourself out there and people are comparing you and your product and what you do to other people. It's just it's just inevitable, like inevitable, like you we can't avoid it. Um, so I'm putting, you know, you're putting yourself out there to be compared. Don't compare yourself. Like when it comes to my confidence too, I do not um and this is another thing I had to shut down within myself personally like comparing and I have to shut people down because I honestly was not into that comparison mode until I allowed people to you know talk to me years ago like you should do it like this person or no you know yours ain't like this and theirs is like this and it's like no nope. and I got that from Oprah I remember listening to a video about um, Oprah Winfrey had conducted a video and it was a um, interview and they were asking her, how was her show so successful? And she said at times some of her producers will come to her and tell her what, you know, Phil Donahue was doing or what Ricky Lake was doing. And she told them right away when they came into her meetings, I don't want to know anything that they're doing. I don't want to hear about what any other talk show host is doing. I'm focusing on what we're doing here. And I, I'm focusing on my mission and what I'm called to bring to people. And I do not want to compare myself to them because that will make me distracted. I was like, oh, bruh, my goodness. I thought that was amazing. Because, and that has been my pushing factor literally y'all in the past couple months because I think I just heard this interview maybe last year did y'all hear that Oprah Winfrey said when you compare yourself to other people you get distracted not no now you can look at things and, and watch YouTube videos and get ideas but when you start comparing you get distracted Oh, that's so powerful. And that have been a driving force behind me now for the past couple of months. It helped me revamp things, you know, that really helped, allow me to, to get in tune to, to what I'm called to do and how God want me to do it and feel confident about how I do it. Not other people do it. And it just has encouraged me so, 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 so very much. And I have to replay that 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 just that video sometimes just to hear you know what she said concerning comparison and distraction so I am just rooting for you um you know you got this know that your support is coming from other people remember there's three things your support may not come from your family your support may not come from your church you have to find another audience and how you um brand yourself on social media is how people hear you, you know, they read your words and their interpretation. Uh, that's why a lot of times, um, it's good to do little videos so that people can hear the voice. You know, they don't want you to be like, ah, eh. they don't want to read your post and you sound like the ghetto ratchet girl who is snapping her neck or super, super goofy, not being serious, you know, cause there's two sides to every story and <laughs> there's a spectrum. Um, and, you know, you just sometimes just have to pop on do a little video so people can hear your voice and know your approach to your ministry or your business. OK, your confidence is within you. Get it. Pull it up and chow. go with it. All right. In a couple of weeks, which is actually, I'm sorry, in one week on April 30th, I'm releasing a e-devotional called Finding the Confidence Within. It is just some sweet little devotionals to encourage you along your journey. And it is to just help build confidence within you the same way that I'm constantly building confidence within myself and God is building confidence within me. I just want to share some things that I do and um, share some sweet little nuggets that would just help you throughout your business, help you throughout your journey, help you throughout this thing that we call life. All right, be encouraged, Um, my brothers and my sisters. If you're writing a book, if you're building a church, if you have a ministry, if you're building a brand, if you are selling products, whether it's a television, shoes, a t shirt, a necklace, a bracelet, or even some food, let me encourage you. There are seven billion people on this earth, and you may have a small audience. But it may not be there like that for long. Just keep going. Nothing is built in a day. People always say Rome was not built in a day. Rome was not built in a day. And people that have these grand, grand businesses. Or even people that just have really successful business. That may not be so grand. But just successful businesses. They didn't do it in a day. They didn't do it in a month. They didn't even do it in a couple years. It took wow and that's fine that's where we are but they had the confidence to keep going keep going keep seeking God allow him to give you vision allow him to give you strategies allow him to give you directions allow him to show you what apps to use if you're doing everything on your own and you're going to be fine all right be encouraged find the confidence within and run with it so grateful that you have hung out with me today feel free to inbox me on facebook or instagram with any questions we can keep chatting about this and feel free to join my i love being a girl private facebook group where i upload videos i give encouraging words we just talk amongst one another i'm just on this little journey and on this journey i just want to give a little bit of encouragement a little bit of empowerment and i want to embrace you embrace you Thanks for tuning into to the I Love Being a Girl podcast. I am so happy to be your host, Sharnissa Washington. Have a great day. Thank you for joining the I Love Being a Girl podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and tell a friend.